everyone. Welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we get high, eat pie, and wish we were in Steading Shanghai. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my husband slash co-host, Dengist Khan. And we are here to talk to you about Tom Marilyn and why Rafe Judkins hates him. <laughs> no smoke is not here today, as she's spending responsible and safe time with her family. Uh, and reminders that this isn't now an all spoiler podcast so if you don't want shit fucking spoiler or spoilered for you gtfo yeah Go on get and if you don't want to hear about 43,000 years of music instrument history this then maybe this is also true. not for you but it's about the tv show and why rafe judkins is a coward and a bitch and should fight me Every episode, there's now somebody that you gotta fight. Yeah, that's kind of my catchphrase. That's actually, like, true, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. what are we up to? What are we doing? What's um, the sitch? So, Shaitan's lettuce and munchies. Uh, so, we smoked red Kinwapa. I don't know how much was in it. But oh, the no. canister's here, and Deng couldn't reach it, but... It's okay. I have handed it to him because we're what? Married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we did. We smoked Wapa from the brand Redekin, uh, king of brands mm-hmm. for weed. Our favorite. It is an indica dominant hybrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we were smoking it at 22.9% THC and that's just fucking delicious. <laughs> it's really intense though. It's like pretty resiny and like harsh. Yeah. But it, it gets you fucked up. It's it's a f- energetic indica, especially because it's a hybrid. But it's not a functional one. Yeah. No. Case in point, this episode. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> how much of that did we smoke? Four bowls? Something like that. Probably. Allegedly. Um, for reference, that's out of a 16 millimeter glass beaker. So that's what the bowls are. Four of those. I cleaned it today. It pulled so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, we used our mouthpieces uh, because we don't want that shit in our lungs. We are athletes who pick things up and put things down. Oh, hey, and awesome thing. We're making a pyramid out of our used, <laughs> our used mouthpieces. It filters. alternates colors from the gross side to the cleaner side. So it's like... Oh, it looks like um, one of those optical illusion drawings. When a room has tiles and there's like a row of black around the outside, and then a row of like a square room, and then like a row of white, and then a row of black, and then a row of white, yeah, goes like that. If you looked at it from the top, it was actually really satisfying to get that video of it from the top. If someone calls me out on Twitter to remember, I'll post a picture of it. Did you save them? No, I just take another. Oh, that's true. That's all. But it might not be done at that point. No, I meant take one tonight. Well, fair enough. That's that would be smart, actually. So I guess I don't need you to remind me on Twitter. You guys were gonna forget anyway. Fuck remind you. him if he doesn't post it, cause it'll be a while. Actually, not that long, cause we're mad about this. Um, looking true. We smoked out of our sixteen-inch glass beaker bong. I almost choked on a Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> 
Impressions of the Garage. We listened to a really good song. Oh my god. Okay, so listen. We can't do it as as a credit song because it's too long. No, I think they deserve it. I think the listeners deserve to hear this, the best song in the world. They can search it out if they they want. Ugh, terrible. It's too long to be a credit song. I disagree. You're welcome. We'll have a beautiful 45-minute episode that only needed 30 minutes of talking. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, but you're going to talk about this for an hour. <laughs> Fuck, that's true. Um, Did I order the food? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so, so we're... <coughs> Glad I checked. So we're ordering takeout, or like... Fucking, yeah, we're, we're getting food We're to getting DoorDash. From... Uh, from our favorite fast food place, and we were, Shane was going to order it before the episode started. <laughs> um, oh, I remember how I got a whole bunch of DoorDash credits back because half of our order didn't come? Yeah. Yeah, this is costing under $30. Oh, beautiful. With a generous tip. Why not? They deserve it. They're delivering. The weather's yeah. shit. Well, it's we're actually not, not asshole. Shit. We're not assholes. Like it's actually pretty beautiful out today. I'm not gonna lie. It's been yeah. We had the windows day. open. Mm. It's January in Canada. Um. Yeah, we listened to a great metal song. <laughs> it was amazing. Um. That's general garage impressions. We'll write down what the song is. We'll throw you it can... in the description. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll put it on the sheet and the patrons can see it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. That's it. Jake, this one's for you. It's good. You should listen to it. Um, uh, our snacks. I have eaten <laughs> a everything pickle with Dana cream cheese, urban chive. It was good. Onion and chive. That's what it is. And I ate a cookie that Mr. Buzzkill made before he left. Thanks, Mr. Buzz, uh, Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. <laughs> Promoted mid-sentence. Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that he made before they went to responsibly visit family. Fam- family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, what was weird? You're also munching your 12th Twizzler. I am, yes. That's that's what I lost my train of thought mm-hmm. on. Uh, dang, what are you eating? I got chili cheese fries that I'm most of the way through. I've had a couple Twizzlers, too. You've probably heard me, like, slurping them. Fam, um, sorry I did that right into the mic. <laughs> I spelt Twizzler so wrong. I also had like a liter of iced tea, but that shit gone. That's true, he did. Um, um, go ahead. So we're going to get to the content now. Oh, Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. On Prime. All right, and the first thing I would like to start with, Dangest Con, is our qualifications in this area. Okay, yeah. We're about to flip shit on some music shit. We're going to get really specific. And I'm going to reference Wikipedia a bit, but it's just because I can't remember dates for the life of me. And we were finding the... Yeah, yeah, it's... Dates are hard. Yeah, dates are hard. But we've both got um, uh, university degrees. We both have honors bachelors of arts in music. We both play string instruments. We do. I... I play a bowed string instrument. And I played a plucked string instrument. Play. And I've taught it for fucking years You can just say now. it. Like, the, like the, the one that yeah. you play is relevant. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I've it's got also my, the most common. I've got my degree in guitar. Um, and I've taught it for 
three and a half years now as well, just professionally. Mm-hmm. And this is why we are so offended. We about are the string instrument offended. changes. <laughs> that will be happening. In the Wheel of Time on Prime. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know, and like, if so, I'm sorry to be the one telling you this, but Rafe Judkins is an asshole. <laughs> and instead of playing the lyre, which is the harp that Tom plays, or the flute, the in- other instrument that Tom plays, Tom Marilyn in the Wheel of Time TV show is going to be playing guitar. And like, if you haven't seen the picture, you can Google it really easily. Just look up Tom Marilyn guitar. There's a screenshot taken from the promo video they put out for it. And like, it looks like something out of fucking Coco. Like it's car- a- it's cartoonishly bullshit. It that is yeah. Like Keith Richards would play it in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's it's fucking. It's not a functional looking instrument. Well, it's. I believe in its functionality, but it's just. It's yeah, cartoonish. I, I... You know what I mean? It's. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Looking at it again, it's really narrow, so that would be better for traveling. Rather than having it be really wide, reinforced with metal on seams. That would make it sound like shit, though. Yeah, that's true. Metal! On an acoustic guitar, that's actually kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, unless they're bracing it with some sort of wood they've polished or painted, oddly. Yeah. Because it does look weirdly similar to the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, why does the bridge look like a mustache? That's dumb as shit. That is dumb as shit. There's no practical reason you would build a guitar that way. Not when the rest of it's so fucking... It's got such Rugged. a short neck as well. Okay, yeah. Let's let's fucking count them, fam. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen frets. This guitar covers... Is that what's on the dark part? Yeah. Because I see like three more frets kind of beyond that as like harmonics maybe. Oh, those might be markers for harmonics. Yeah. But... A harmonic is when you hold a string but you don't press it down and it still makes a note but it usually goes an octave higher. Yeah, See, okay. you know what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> and and it, it's very unclear by the photo. It's very blurry. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell if that was maybe just shadows or something. Too. You are like, colorblind, though. Uh, I am colorblind. That's true. Which is why I wanted to point it out. I'm not sure. It okay. could just be shadow. Okay, but again, let's talk about this neck on the guitar then. Mm-hmm. Okay. There have been string instruments in history, like the lute, for example, where the strings pass over a bunch of the body, and that body has frets on it. Yeah. Built mm-hmm. into the, the top of the guitar, okay. not the neck of the guitar. That okay? is absolutely what it could be. That's what it looks like, but if you look, it extends beyond the guitar, because where, where the color of the fretboard changes, right? Mm. That piece that doesn't that seems to be part of the top of the guitar continuing on yeah. goes out past the sides of the guitar, mm-hmm. which means you're building the neck joint in two different pieces. Okay, so it comes apart. But and, why would it join there and not at the fucking top? Yeah, like there's no reason in hell to have the top of the guitar sticking out that far onto the fretboard area. Mm-hmm. Now it's not going to resonate the same. No, it's not. It's going to completely change how those frets sound and it's going to make the top of the guitar worse. Mm-hmm. Um, like vibrate worse, you know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. And it looks dumb as fuck. Why is the neck two different colors in two different halves? It literally kind of looks like the fucking guitar has a chode going up part way of the neck. Like, 
like it got it's a, wearing a turtleneck. It got a bad circumcision way too far down the shaft. It like, did. It's, it's a really upsetting guitar neck to look at, and no, I'm fucking like, pissed about so it. You're so completely 100% accurate. I didn't actually notice this the first time I saw the guitar. <laughs> like, Jesus. Okay, now, Shame, can you help me out here? Mm-hmm. I want to look at the headstock. I um, got you, fam, because I got this on my computer. Oh, no, don't start playing, you asshole. Wapa is a cruel mistress. It is. Okay, but my I main... I zoomed in so far. My main question about the headstock is you can see the tuning peg sticking straight out from the top, right? Yes. Yes. Which... Which which you wind the strings around yeah. on the head top. They connect by a system of gears to the tuning head itself that you yeah. turn to change the tuning. And historically made instruments do not have them on the top of the fucking instrument. They have them on the sides where you can manually wind them because... Well, it kind of depends, actually. I suppose because he could have... I'm thinking more my kind of instruments, I suppose. Yes. So for you, it's a very different system I'm thinking of of a more distant date in history. Yeah. I'm thinking of kind of when these instruments were more so made, I guess. Um, But if we look back to like the lute or the vihuela Mm -hmm. or the uh, the coleoscone... Yeah. We're looking at instruments that have... The strings go up to the headstock mm-hmm. and wind into posts mm-hmm. that are flat inside of a hollow headstock. Yeah. Kind of. And then the tuning heads come mm-hmm. back out the back of the instrument towards you. That's true. So you're yeah. winding from yeah. the back of the headstock. But the tuning pegs are going up. The tuning pegs are sticking up on top like that. Yeah. Okay. That, like, that's not normal is what I mean. Yeah, that... I probably said the wrong part of the fucking thing I meant, but... No, no worries, no worries. It's... The, the, the part you wind to is sticking straight up through the front of the instrument. Mm-hmm. And because I don't see any tuning pegs to each side yeah. of the headstock, that means that's they're coming point. straight out the back. Oh, maybe. That's not a way any instrument has ever fucking been made. Like, or he's expected to twist those things on the top. Uh, which would be worse like why would you do that like the grip strength required (laughs) it would be like that would be such a hard instrument to maintain it wouldn't be worth playing the gears the gears are such an important part of especially instruments of a guitar size or larger yeah when you get instruments like a cello that are approximate in size to guitar but have a different system of winding those strings they don't have those gears it is you're literally just twisting a post that the strings are on and it's horrible you need so much fucking power to do that like those strings are fucking thick mm-hmm. now what i'm seeing here it's just a single post coming straight through yeah i i previously said that no instrument ever got made like that and that's not entirely true there are some varieties of flamenco guitar, like Spanish guitars, that do that. But it would be like buying a station wagon today. Mm-hmm. It's just something that was made for a little while before it was deemed not worth doing. Or like a DeLorean. It'd be like this buying is, a DeLorean. This is part of what makes it look like a fucking Coco guitar. Because Coco fucking jerry-rigged his own guitar out of a bunch of pieces of shit. Which, like, did Tom Marilyn do that? If he did, then he is a different character than he was in the fucking book series, let me tell you. And so, I can't get a good enough view on the nut to say anything bad about that. Okay, wait, no, you know what? Let's go back to the headstock. Let's go back to the headstock. 
Look at how badly the strings are janked together like that. Mm-hmm. Between the tuning posts and the nut. It, they would rub against each other. And when they're vibrating, like, mm-hmm. and, the, and the wood is vibrating at that kind of tension, yeah. that would make some kind of nasty noises, I'm expecting. Because mm-hmm. the strings would absolutely rub on the tuning posts of like, the other ones. And there would be some friction as you tuned it. I think that would wear out strings way faster just from them grinding together like that. Absolutely. Even if you didn't get any excess noise. Mm-hmm. Which on a non-amplified instrument, maybe you wouldn't. Um... Now, the shape of the guitar in and of itself, yeah, it's kind of streamlined for, like, travel, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we're also looking at a very specific type of guitar there. Mm-hmm. Something used in, like, the 18th and early 19th centuries. Yeah. Um, stuff you would expect to hear, like, Fernando Sor to have played, or Matteo Carcassi. When it was, like, still making the transition from folk instruments like the vihuela into a guitar this is a weird it was not yet a guitar it it, it was it had become the first guitar kind Mm. of thing and it's just it's it's a weird moment in history to have picked that aesthetic Mm -hmm. to put onto what they're seeming to do as like a medieval fantasy particularly considering how many technological innovations are going to be made. Like, they have crossbows. Yeah. They have crossbows. They can put a fucking gear on a fucking instrument. They have the power. They have have the power. They have the technology. They've got cannons. Like, they're, you know... A guitar that looks like this would not exist in the same universe that that exists in. Like... And and so here's... I'm going to go back to a... uh, Another thing now, too, is Robert Jordan often... I don't know much better way to say what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, A guitar that looks like this would not exist in the world of the Wheel of Time. The the cultures do not match up. The technology has surpassed this instrument. Gleeman are respected enough. An ex-bard would have had enough fucking shit to put into a quality instrument that wouldn't be this. This would be somebody's shit-tier instrument. It is not a good guitar for the time period in which it was existed, and the other technology that was available. And and we know, we know that Tom Marilyn had a quality harp and a quality flute. And that he was so fucking careful about all of that shit. Rand was warned that he was not allowed to touch the harp, uh, that... Like, one of the first things when Tom was teaching him the flute was, this is how you take care of my instrument. And, like, that is how musicians are. That is how I am. That is how Dang is. That is how our music teachers were. Musicians are like that about their instruments because they are worth so much fucking money. My instrument... My instrument teacher in university, his instrument was worth... $35,000. Uh, like fuck my guitar teacher upgraded his guitar while i was studying with him and he remortgaged his house remortgaged his house and took a summer job to do it yep he was working with people we went to school with Mm -hmm. playing with symphony orchestras and he was cutting lawns in the summer Mm -hmm. to like to afford an instrument and the professional musicians are not this cavalier about their instruments no this is a fantasy 
This this is like an American deep south cowboy gunslinger with a mm-hmm. guitar on his back, kind of Clint Eastwood toxic masculinity this- circle jerk fucking bullshit. This is what they seem to have turned Tom into, and this is what this guitar represents. It it, it does. It, it's, it's not who Tom Marilyn is. C- catering to a fantastical person that never existed in the history of the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like catering to an aesthetic that's a fucking lie meant to justify imperialism. Mm-hmm. Like the Wild West fantasy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, you're supposed to think of a dusty bluesman, you know? Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. And talking a little bit about the care that needs to go into an instrument. Mm-hmm. Think about oboe players, and I think bassoon players as well. Double reed instrument players have to carve their own reeds by hand. Mm-hmm. They can buy them, but they're usually shit. So most of them just learn how to do it and then do it. And it takes hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Like, um, the amount of cleaning and polishing that needs to go into maintaining metal instruments like flutes, saxophones, Mm -hmm. uh, trumpets, trombones, tubas. Significantly less. That's why when you took music class in high school, all of those instruments looked like absolute shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're so hard to take care of. Mm-hmm. Professional musicians dedicate hours and hours and hours and hours and hundreds and thousands of dollars into maintaining their tools. Yep. Because realistically, they are tradespeople. Every time I rehair my bow, it costs me $80. Every time I buy resin, it costs me, I think, about 30 because I have to have it shipped from a specialty store mm-hmm. uh, so that I can get the freshest rosin. <laughs> Otherwise, you just get shit that's hardened. Otherwise, I get shit that's hardened I can't fucking use. Because <laughs> you try and buy it at a Long and McQuaid and it's like hard as a rock. Yeah. Unlike for me. That might have been a little doxy for at least two instruments. They've narrowed it down to two (laughs) potential things if they play one of those instruments and they get this. Now, a guitar, for me, there's different maintenance that goes into different types of guitar. Steel string versus nylon string acoustics, Mm. electric guitars. Wipe my instrument down from the rosin. Mm -hmm. uh, String care, which is like boiling them and stuff like that. Being very, very careful when changing your strings because if not, the post will fall down. Or the bridge fall off. Yeah. <laughs> Miss a line, you'd have to get it taken. Oh, God, luthiers are so expensive. Yeah, so expensive. And, but you don't fuck around with your instrument. And for me on guitar, mainly what I care for now, like to have to care for now, is classical guitars. Those require intense humidity regulation you usually have a sort of sponge or something like it the only reason mine doesn't need that is because my instrument's shittier than his is yeah there you go like it needs to be kept at like 50 percent humidity mm-hmm. or if it's out for too long it will just break the wood will mm-hmm. just snap mm. um so you have to have some sort of sponge that you keep inside the belly of the guitar like like inside the actual body no okay um you have the best instrument in this house, 100%. Okay, yeah. When you got that guitar, it was like you had a newborn fucking baby. You were playing all different things on it, so it got attuned to different... Uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't keys. even getting to that like, level yet. <laughs> no, like, a guitar is your, your... Your instrument is your baby, and this instrument looks like shit. <laughs> it does. Um, 
And for me, when I change strings, I oil and polish the mm-hmm. frets. I have uh, little tools I use to clean in the actual seams of the frets on the fretboard. Mm-hmm. I treat the nut with graphite. Um, and every single time I touch my instrument, I wipe it down with a buffing cloth after I'm done touching it. And he I does. Cl- Can I, confirm. You wash your hands before you play and you wipe your strings down at the end anyway. Mm-hmm. You keep it... You, like... the. <laughs> It doesn't get stored with the rest of the instruments because it's that would be in the basement, and the basement has been known to flood on occasions. And it's too cold. Yes. Oh, that too, yeah. Um, like, Tom Marilyn would never own a guitar that looks like this because it. this looks like a child has been shitting in it for 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. it, like a Gleeman would never go out in public with an instrument in this quality. Yeah. That would be scandal. It would be the end of their fucking career. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate this guitar. So I think this is probably a good moment to move on to what Rafe Judkins said about this horrendous decision. Let's fucking do it. So I'm just going to zoom in my screen a little bit here. So in a Q&A uh, about changes from book to screen... Someone asked Rafe Judkins, what made you change Tom playing the lyre? That was the harp he played. Oh, we were going to specifically talk about how the harp and the flute are actually less work to maintain. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well. We can get to that, though. We, we can get to that, yeah. yeah. We can talk about the lyre and the flute more specifically later. Yeah, I said harp. Lyre. Um, okay, but question, what made you change Tom playing the lyre to a guitar? And Rafe said, Tom is a good example of changes made for the show. For one, I want characters to appear when we have time to... Sorry, he wrote this kind of weird. <laughs> and I'm very high. For one, I want characters to appear when we have the time to spend to properly introduce them and get enough scenes for them to attract a great actor for the role. You will never see scenes on this show where four random people appear, take t- say two lines, and then disappear for seasons. It just won't get you the caliber of actor you need. And it doesn't properly intro that character to the audience. So for Tom, we wanted to give him a proper introduction and we wanted him to have a, this is where the bullshit starts. Also wanted him to have a strong masculine energy that made a counterpoint to Moraine. We saw actors of all ages, races, and vibes to, vibes. Vibes. (laughs) To play Tom. But when Alex Willem's tape came through, we knew he was Tom and moved toward his vibe for the character, which was younger and grittier than Book's Tom. No! The guitar looks much more fitting in his strong masculine hands. He didn't say strong masculine hands. Just fitting in his hands, but... Yeah. And his with his voice. Then a liar. When he stomps onto stage in the show, it's a moment, and that's what we wanted for Tom. Never fear. Multiple our multicolored cloak is still in existence, but different than you imagine. Isis, our costume designer, nailed it. I'm like, well, based on how you feel about the change from a lyre slash flute to a guitar, I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't think the cloak looks good. Really, it's not gonna. It must not. And I know, I know that because we are musicians, that we are going to be way more picky about this specific part of the show. 
than anybody else, but it really does represent so much because this literally fundamentally changes who Tom is as a character, and they're just doing that because they liked somebody's vibe. And and, and you're not adhering to the books, and it doesn't feel respectful. It's just kind of insulting. Because what it sounds like is it sounds like he said we had someone come in who was rough and gritty and young. Yeah. And so we changed Tom to be like that because we wanted to. Yeah. How disrespectful, Rafe, first of all. How dare you? Yeah. Robert Jordan is shit by himself and doesn't need your help. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, no. Robert Jordan, and, and this I'm, I'm going to tie it back to being serious here. Um, Robert Jordan has a very, very specific vibe and aesthetic that he has created with the world of the Wheel of Time. Cowboys don't exist in it. And a huge part of it is going to be like a huge part of it when you translate it to the screen based on how much we had to read about it in the books is going to be gleeman and music mm-hmm. music in inns mm-hmm. rand and matt busking their way across andor yeah um a st- uh like hopefully tom playing the flute in the tower of genji yeah you know like yeah it's a very like, specific vibe. This Tom is not going to have the fucking power to do the shit that Tom needs to be able to do with his voice and his music. And, and I, I want to keep harping on vibe here mm-hmm. because it's not going to be true to the aesthetic of the Wheel of Time if they have this, right? Mm-hmm. They, they'll be making it something much more folksy in, say, the American sense. yeah versus folksy in the much more ancient sense in terms of like frame drums and lyres and And flutes. flutes. The oldest instrument in human history. Like Robert Jordan was very ambiguous about what technological level they were at because Mm -hmm. like you've got glass and you've got cannons and you've got crossbows and trains. But regardless, they are past flute. They they are past flute, but not far. Like their 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 music their their cultural level. Oh yeah, is something we could expect to see. They've got bigger fifty five hundred years ago, six thousand mm-hmm. years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That it's it's the technology's up there, but the culture is still very much what you would expect to see in like medieval fantasy. Yeah. But regardless, they are still long past the flute. Yeah. Well, they absolutely are. The flute might have been there before we had language. Like, damn. Not actually, but... (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, flutes in our world are 43,000 years old because... Mm -hmm. They're easy as fuck to make. You whittle them. Yeah. If you have blades, you can... There you go. If you have sharp stones, you can do it. They're older than drums. Drums are a bitch to maintain. It takes so much fucking work to take care of skins. You have to tighten them constantly. It's really kind of a process. Yeah, it's quite hard to actually make a skin for a drum. Particularly when you have the human voice as well as like body percussion that's capable of doing that sort of stuff. But but, um, the most recent, historically, we could date their musical culture would be with the lyre. Mm-hmm. which we can trace back to about 1400 BC, BCE. Yep. Okay. So ancient Greece. That is the artistic level we are looking at. We are looking at ancient Greece. With the exception of Karyanin, because he just decided that was going to be Victorian for some reason. Yeah. Victorian with, <laughs> Dunk. Victorian with fireworks. Mm-hmm. 
I'm turning on a light. It's going to be a little bit noisy. That's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm going to vamp here. I'm going to keep bitching. I figured you were good. <laughs> we have a musical aesthetic that's very similar here to like Nordic folk or American indigenous folk, for example. That's very specific and very important to how this shit comes across in the books and they have just you need the right culture to have the right vibe and so it's like they just said you know what i don't care i want bob fucking dylan and johnny fucking cash you know yeah that's how it comes across and it it's so insensitive and bullshit it really is this is not just a tiny thing. This is actually something that really kind of represents a lot about whether they're actually going to be staying true to the heart of the story. And like, like the, I saw the guitar and mentally I checked out of the series a little bit. And it, I'm like, okay, it's going to be shit. If you are doubting how vehement we're being about how important it's going to be aesthetically, I want you to think back to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. How important is the music, first of all, just in terms of the score, mm-hmm. right? It, like, that carries so much of the series emotionally, yeah. right? But what music do we see them making? Mm-hmm. We see people singing and clapping and stomping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in The Hobbit, we see... Oh, and in Lord of the Rings, we see horns. Mm-hmm. We see, like, the bugle. Yeah, in Gondor. Very, oh, oh uh, yeah, and uh, the battle of Pelennor fields. Yeah, like horns yeah. and um, the the Hornburg. Yeah, H- oh. Horn of Helm Hammerhand. Yes, and then for like what Bomber do, uh, does in the yeah. Battle of the Five Armies, yeah. and the people of Dale after Thorin dies, which are again wind instruments are some of the oldest instruments, like especially <laughs> unshaped ones where it's just kind of a tube. Yeah, y- yeah. All we're seeing there is like a carved horn, right? Yeah. It- it's an embouchure, like a specific mouth form, mm-hmm. like brass instruments yep. at your lips, and it just bugles out with mm-hmm. this big bell. And, and in Lord of the Rings, many of them were actually made from animal horn. Yep. And so that is a very, very specific aesthetic. And I think if you have watched those movies before, you would agree it's pretty critical in how they come across. Imagine on if they just had a fucking oboe level. instead. Like... If Eowyn whipped out a fucking trombone, yeah, for her for Theodred's funeral, like yeah, that's such a fundamentally different fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would diminish the movies. It would make them come across worse and more wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and this is the exact same thing we're looking at in the Wheel, Wheel of Time, Time on Prime. Yep. Ooh. Boo, I say. Boo! Like, motherfucker. And not even a sassy Aiden Zane one. Like, I'm disappointed in you, you know? This is already very clearly and predictably a horrible choice. Yeah. That will diminish the series. And I'm so disappointed. Like, we're, yeah, we're mad about it. <laughs> there, There's no redeeming aspects to this choice. At all. Like. <laughs> that. That's, yeah. Tom's not the gunslinger. And that's the other thing. Here, let's talk about Tom's appearance for a minute. Yeah. Maybe move us away from the super anger. Yeah. (laughs) We're just, yeah, we're just talking about how mad we are. Tom being played as younger 
okay, Tom's main character trait is, is his old man white mustache. <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking thing. And, like, that's a part of his developing relationship with Moraine. Mm-hmm. His age is an important part of that. Yep. And he's, he's, he's like he's like a flute or flam character from the Chronicles of Prydain slash mm-hmm. Black Cauldron, you know? And he looks like he... Oh, he was in Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, he was like a general guy in Tomb Raider. What the fuck? Um, that That's the vibe. Who did they get again to play Tom? Was it like Roose Bolton or something? No, no that's Tam. On Alexandra Willem. Alexandra Alexandre. Willem. Alexandra. Ray. R-E. Willem. Yep, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, um... We made our decision. I, I remember um, he he's in Vikings. He's, he's in... a lieutenant in Tomb Raider. Like, that's the vibe. Yeah. Oh, but... he, he wasn't in Vikings. Sorry, he was in The Last Kingdom. Mm, what was he? He was Did he the have good ma- facial hair? He, he had, like, the worst hair and facial hair out of the entire cast. He, I keep, I'm blanking on his name. Kjartan? Kjartan. Yes, it's Kjartan. The father of Sven One-Eye in The Last yeah, Kingdom. Like, yeah, like, I want his hair to be white, please. Like, oh. I just, I don't fucking get it. Someone who could play Hannibal should not be playing Tom Marilyn. Like, yeah, yeah. Someone who could be in the Bourne series should mm-hmm. not be playing Tom Marilyn. I, I just. Especially with this choice, we know how they're going to do him now. And because what direction they want it to go in, and now it's like, ugh. Because Rafe Judkins said it, too. Like, yeah. He said that they wanted to mold yeah. the character to this guy. And, like, I, can't, I would like to go back again to one of the worst things in what he said. Have a strong masculine energy. What the fuck do you think Lan Mandragoran is? <laughs> like... For what is he, just the toughest guy in the universe? Like... Okay, and, and seriously, what, what do you define as strong masculine energy? That's such pretentious bullshit that's, like, fuck, gender is a social construct, dude. And, and it's going to be subjective, too. Talk to badass on his own. Like, fucking Brandon Sanderson seems like a person who would describe Matt as having strong masculine energy, right? Yeah. Robert Jordan wrote Land to have strong masculine energy yeah. in the colloquial sense, but like I genuinely think Loyal has amazingly strong masculine energy. Yes, and 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 I think most people would say Perrin does. Mm-hmm. But like, th- Perrin's uh, kind and nice and all of these sorts of things, and but, also fuck off with your heteronormative bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many characters that represent different sides of what you could consider a masculine energy in a good way. Moraine has canonically own... had a relationship with another woman. Like, do you that's think what she friends are. Like, who fucking cares? Oh my god. And for, for him to just come out and say, yeah, we kind of want to play this in the most on-the-nose toxic way possible you can really tell now that it's fucking amazon producing this and they're just going to try to make it as mass marketable as possible they're they're gonna they're trying to compete with game of thrones they're trying to compete with game of thrones 100 that is what i'm getting from the tv show from this choice 
And that's so fucking frustrating. We're really mad. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Like, I fucking hate this choice so much. Yeah. All of these choices. And, okay... Nospo also hates this choice, by the way. She's just not here, and we couldn't wait to talk about it because we were so mad. And oh, and again, the idea that Moraine needs some sort of strong masculine energy she with which to build a relationship. She is a independent woman on her own. Fuck that shit. She literally. Only man like, she needs is Matt Cawthon, and that's just to get her out from the elephant and the elephant. <laughs> the Tower of Genji. Yeah, that was a favor. Exchange of services. <laughs> When they joined the fellowship, they had to do one favor. <laughs> That's a reference to a game we play. Catch it when we do another Tolkien episode. <laughs> We're going to live tweet it. It'll be fun. Oh, actually, that'd be lit. Anyway, any other... Th oh, oh. Do we want to cool down by talking about the type of... Uh, care that would have to go into a lyre and a flute? Sure, yeah. That would be a good backing off topic. Where's the unwind essential oil? Like, fuck. It's over there on the table. You're, you're positively a quiver. I am. So, for a flute, flutes have existed, again, about 43,000 years, okay? Mm -hmm. In their most basic forms, they're a lot more like what you would consider a recorder. Yeah. Right? If you think about what Hagrid is playing in Philosopher's Stone when he's sitting on his step, Mm -hmm. If you're thinking about like pan flutes and stuff like that. Or pan flutes. That is still um, a type of flute. An ocarina, but longer even. Mm -hmm. An ocarina is damn near a flute. Yeah. Basically a wind instrument that doesn't have a reed is a flute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's what we call aerophones. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, we see them uh, made out of bone um, since the Paleolithic era, actually. Um, yeah, that, and it's that just, just makes sense because you can make those really easily by removing the marrow from the bone. It is now it's hollow. A, it's, it's hollow, and then you just bore bone, holes in yeah. the side of it. Bone flutes. Easy as shit. That's why they're the oldest instrument in human history. Have um, fun. So, again, tens of thousands of years old. Uh, even here in Canada, um, there have been there's 7,500 years of recorded flute history in mm. Labrador. Mm. Like we, we find thousands and thousands of year old carved yeah. bone, right? Um, they've been made out of bamboo. FYI, a delivery person is about to turn off of thing that in, are, is <laughs> like Narnia. Oh shit. Okay. Um, we, we, can, we can get through this. <laughs> we'll probably pause fam we'll, we'll to pause. get the takeout. Yeah. Um, but they, they get made of bone, they get made of wood. Uh, nowadays, you can get them made of plastic, in, out of metal. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just have a long, hollow tube, bore holes in it, and it's pretty easy to clean. Mm -hmm. You just make sure you run a rag through it, mm -hmm. get out any excess moisture, polish the outside. And we know Tom's flute is a metal flute. We have that's in the series. Yeah, it's a metal flute. Easier to maintain. Mm -hmm. Not going to crack under different humidity or temperatures. Yeah. Or maybe it just has enamel. I'll, I mean, or not enamel, like inlay. An inlay, yeah. yeah. But regardless, um, a wooden it, flute or a metal flute. Worst case scenario, you just have to oil and polish the wooden yeah. ones. Like, Which he would have that oil for his lyre anyways. 
Okay, and that's, we can move on to the lyre because that's it for the flute. Flute is so easy to travel with and maintain, right? Mm -hmm. And we know he was very proud of it. I'm going to go turn on our front porch light because I realized we didn't do that. All right. Um, No, no, I'm actually just kind of waiting right now. I, I was gathering my thoughts again. The lyre, maintaining the lyre. We have a wooden frame with probably gut at the time, strings running through it. Okay. Probably cat gut, if we're being honest. Apparently cat gut wasn't actually as common as people make it out to be. Oh. It was usually like sheep and goat gut. Oh, that makes sense. More commonly available. More readily farmed. (laughs) Cat gut was probably high-end strings, which is horrible. Gross. Yeah. But these are thick... Uh, thicker than like standard guitar strings and stuff Mm -hmm. and under very high tension. Mm -hmm. Okay. They actually rarely break and they don't need a lot of maintenance. They kind of lock in tune Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like you don't see people just depending on weather. A gleeman would have to do it more often because Because they're traveling from different climates. Yep. But it would be remarkably easy to change the tuning. And then all you really have to do is keep the wood in the case most of the time mm-hmm. and oil it. Yep. You'd almost never need to change the strings on a lyre. Mm-hmm. It's small and it's aesthetic as fuck. Yep. You get to look like the angel on the shoulder in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yes, that's correct. They're playful and fun and they represent Gleeman really well. They really, really do. And they fit the vibe seriously and and that's the other thing they're more convenient to travel with in part because they're not hollow they don't have a resonating chamber yeah because once you have a hollow instrument there is a chance that instrument could get crushed it could collapse it could crack it it needs much more padding and protection Mm -hmm. think about how much hard or easier it would be to crack a guitar uh like a guitar top versus the wood of a lyre yeah, and even in a modern example, yeah. how easy it, it is, is to, to break scratch. the body of an acoustic guitar versus yeah. the body of an electric guitar. That's very true, actually. Yep. Th- that's a great way to think about that it. That is a great example. So it just... Anyway, all of this to say, it makes way more sense. <sighs> to sum up, we are very disgruntled and disappointed and unhappy by We're choices made it. by Rafe Judkins. Any last thoughts? We're mad about it. <laughs> We're, We're mad gonna about die it. mad about it. Catch us outside. We're gonna put out a tweet, a poll with this episode. Are you mad about it? Yeah. That's a great <laughs> idea. I'm gonna put that in the notes so that I remember. Alright. Make poll. Are you mad about it? Question mark, end quote. Are you mad about it or are you wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Wake up, sheeple. (laughs) Bad. Sorry. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like access to the patron-only sections of our Discord server. Also, FYI, we have a Discord server. So if you you don't know about that, you can find the link on our SoundCloud page. That's the most consistent one um, or easiest one to direct you to. But if you have a second to review, if you have a second to rate and review our rantings about musical history, 
Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves is the weed wills. Bye. Mad about it. Hey, pretty baby, are you ready for me? Yeah, it's a good rockin' daddy down from Tennessee. I'm just that off from Baffle San Antonio with a radio blasting in the bird dog on. There's a beast trap in my head, sound the town, but no local yoga gonna shut me down. Cause me and my boys got the trigger around, and we'll come a thousand miles from a guitar jam. Settle down and I'll take you back with me to the guitar band.